International Soccer Preview, we are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to Series 20, the 2023 African Cup. This episode is looking at the players of Senegal. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin, and this is a continuation of Series 20 on the 2023 African Cup, played in 2024. We have done a full and short version on the groups and teams, uh, and now we're looking at the players of each team, this episode covering Senegal's players. Uh, we're doing this media cast in two parts. Part one here is a look at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. And part two will come out when the squad lists are released and the final squad selected. We think that'll be in early January. And at that time, we will uh, go back over the list we compiled today and see who made it and who didn't. Um, we'll also cover a few other things that I'll talk about at the end of the media cast. Um, we did do a media cast on the players of Senegal going into the 2021 African Cup, uh, that taking place in January 2022, but even more recently uh, going into the World Cup in December of 2022. So check the show notes uh, for those. Well, I think we just posted the uh, World Cup one because that's the most recent, and that provides biographies on the candidates in quite a bit of detail. Uh, since a lot of that is still relevant, we've decided not to commit ourselves to full player media cast every two years for the African region. So we're going to be treating this one as more of an update. Um, in that series, we were able to show who made it and who didn't make the final squad, uh, but we could only go as far as predicting the starters. So here we'll begin with the list we compiled for the World Cup. Uh, we'll review who made the squad in 2022 and then update by saying who the starters were. Um, then we'll turn our attention to 2023 and update the players based on their participation over the past two years. So we will emerge with a new list of players and their likelihood of making the squad for the uh, upcoming African Cup. Uh, we're also going to put a few players in the spotlight. Uh, these will be players who were not covered in the media cast for the previous cup and those who have a good chance of starting. So any main players that we don't put in the spotlight were covered in the media cast for the 2022 World Cup. And uh, that'll be most of the players. And the information in the previous media cast is not too outdated. So again, we refer you to the link in the show notes. And for fun, we're going to finish uh, with our early predictions of starters, and we'll also let you know what to expect uh, in part two. Uh, we have made a separate video on what we'll be covering over the next nine months. YouTube watchers can see the link to that on the screen here, and it can also be found in the show notes for both watchers and listeners. In short, we have just completed our series on the groups, teams, and players, or part one of the players, for the 2023 Asian Cup. And we've also done the groups and teams for the uh, upcoming African Cup. And uh, as you can see, we're working on the players, uh, part one of the players podcast for the African teams. And uh, we've also started coverage of 2026 World Cup qualifying. 
Uh, we did um, some coverage of the Asian preliminary rounds, but that'll be our focus uh, once these two competitions are finished in February 2024. All right, let us begin then. So we move into section two, our look at the candidates uh, for the squad. And we begin with the manager. And uh, we're going to start with uh, the situation back uh, in the World Cup. And we had uh, Aliou Cisse as the manager. Uh, well, that hasn't changed, and he uh, continues to be uh, manager of the team. And so we will leave him in green uh, on the assumption that he is effectively the starting uh, player in the position, or uh, he will continue, uh, he will keep his job uh, going into this cup. So again, uh, we did do a previous podcast on a, bi a biography for him, but uh, in this update, we're going to skip that, but you can go back if you want and look at it or listen to it. Uh, okay, we move on to the goalkeepers and look back at what we thought uh, for the World Cup in 2022. So uh, we had Edward Mendy as a definite candidate there, and we had three possible candidates. Uh, Sandy Diang, uh, yes, possible level. Sandy Diang, Alfred Gomez, and uh, Bingaru Kamara. And then we had one possible but unlikely candidate in Alium Badari, uh, Badara Fati. And let's see how it turned out. Uh, well, Men Edward Mendy was uh, selected for the squad and uh, was a starting keeper, in fact. Um, uh, since then, he started eight of their senior team games. And I'll just pause there to... Uh, talk about that uh, for the senior team games. Uh, Senegal did play some games in the African Nations Championship, but only players who are uh, based in Africa are eligible to play in that tournament. Uh, so since most of the starters for the, for the senior team that they bring to tournaments uh, are playing abroad, um, we decided to leave those games kind of out of the count. So they actually played more than 13 games, but we're just counting uh, 13 games. So uh, Edward Mendy started eight of them, uh, but was not selected for five matches there. And so going forward, uh, we're going to bring him down to the uh, likely level. So he moves from definite to likely, however we do uh kind of think he'll still be the starter we'll talk about that in the uh summary at the end and uh, next uh the first possible candidate Sandy Dieng uh, was selected for the cup but he was on the bench uh there in the world cup and he has since started one of their 13 senior games um uh, but has been on the bench for 11 of them so just one match that Sandy Dieng was not selected for so even though we don't consider him the starter, uh, we move him up to definite because definite means uh, we definitely think he'll be selected for the final squad, uh, not necessarily as the starter. So Sandy Dieng moves uh, up the rank a little bit. Uh, Alfred Gomez was the other or the next possible candidate, and he also was selected for the squad, but on the bench behind Mendy there. Uh, he has since started two of their 13 senior games. Um, since the World Cup and was on the bench for six of them. However, Alfred Gomez was not selected for the last uh, five matches there. So um, uh, we leave him at the possible level uh, here. 
Uh, just to follow up on uh, Binguru Kamara, he was not selected for the squad and has not appeared for the squad since. So we remove him from the list. And uh, also Alium Badera Fati, uh, we thought he was unlikely. And um, uh, he, uh, wait, uh, no, he was selected um, for the 2021 African Cup, but not for the World Cup and has not played uh, for the senior team since. So we remove him uh, from the list as well. However, we do add uh, one player to the list, and that is at the likely level, we add um, Maury Dior. Uh, Maury Dior um, got his first cap in September of 2022, so before the World Cup there, and he started one of their uh, uh, 13 games since the World Cup. Um, and was on the bench for seven and not selected for five. However, four of those matches were uh, the World Cup that he wasn't selected for. And so um, he has been uh, regularly called up uh, since, actually replacing uh, Alfred Gomez there uh, for those last five games. So uh, Maury Dior, a likely candidate now. Uh, we're not going to do a full biography on him because he doesn't seem like a starter to us. And we'll finish this section. Uh, no, I'm going to add a couple of names to the list at the possible but unlikely level. And the first one is uh, Pape Sai. Uh, Pape Sai uh, was the keeper in the African Nations Championship, but he did actually uh, start one game for the senior team, uh, but hasn't appeared um, uh, otherwise. Uh, we also have Abdoulaye uh, Diakate, uh, possible but unlikely, and he uh, had just one, one bench appearance uh, fairly recently in September 2023, but he wasn't called up after that. So an outside chance for both of those uh, to make the squad. But um, let's finish by summarizing and then talking about uh, the position. So we have a definite candidate in Seni Diang, although we don't consider him a starter. We have likely candidates Edward Mendy and Maury Dior. And we have possible candidate Alfred Gomez, and then a couple of possible but unlikely players. So in terms of the position, uh, we saw that it was Edward Mendy who was the starter in the World Cup. Um, however, he was absent for five games, and during that absence, uh, almost all of the uh, goalkeepers were given a start. But uh, Mendy did return at the end and still seems to be the starter. So uh, we are going to nominate Edward Mendy as the uh, starting keeper. Uh, that's our prediction. Okay, let us move on to uh, defenders and central defenders. And uh, let's see what we had going into the World Cup there. So we had um, Kaladu uh, Koulibaly as a definite candidate and Abdou Diallo also a definite candidate. Likely was uh, Pape Abu Sisse, and we had Abdele Sek as a possible candidate, and um, uh, we will uh, leave it at that for now. We did have a couple uh, who seemed to be off the squad or retired, but we're not going to mention them uh, unless they figure in the narrative here. So going back to the top, Kaladu Koulibaly was selected for the cup. Uh, he was the captain and started and finished all games there. And uh, since then, 
Koulibaly has started 11 of their 13 games on the bench for one and not selected for one. So uh, we still consider him a definite candidate here. Next, we have Abdou Diale. We considered him uh, definite, and uh, he was selected and started all four games in the Cup. Uh, since then, Diallo has started six of the 13 senior games, uh, and he was subbed in for two, on the bench for two, injured for two, and not selected for one. So uh, he seems to have lost his starting position because uh, four of those six games were actually in the World Cup. So he's really only started two uh, since then. Nevertheless, uh, we still can, oh, we move him actually down from a definite uh, to a likely candidate uh, for being selected for this cup. Um, I should say also that he played as a left defender in the first game uh, of the World Cup there, but his participation, as we saw, has dropped off uh, in terms of being a starter uh, there. Uh, next, we had uh, Pape Abusise as a likely candidate, and he has dropped off the team. He has not appeared uh, since the World Cup. He was selected, I should say. He actually started and finished game one, and then uh, lost his starting position and just appeared as a substitute uh, after that. But he hasn't been called up since the World Cup. And so uh, we now have uh, Pape Abusise as seemingly off the squad. Uh, okay, next, our possible candidate was Abdullah Sek. And um, he was not selected for the World Cup, uh, I think. No, we weren't surprised by that. We only considered him possible. Uh, actually, was off the Senegal squad for the for a little while, but returned after a nine-month absence in March of 2023 and started three of their remaining nine games and was on the bench for five and not selected for one. So it looks like he kind of dropped off the squad uh, during the World Cup period, but is now back. And so we actually had... Abdullah Sek as a possible candidate for the World Cup, we move him up to a likely candidate uh, for this cup. Um, when the uh, rosters came out, we actually added a new candidate. I should have mentioned it uh, as we were introducing them. Uh, foremost, Mendy had been added to the squad and he was selected for the squad, so we'll change his name from gray, which indicates that uh, a player hasn't been through a tournament, to black, which indicates that they have. So Mendy, uh, sorry, foremost Mendy um, uh, was selected for the World Cup, but he was on the bench uh, for all four games there. Uh, since then, he started one of their 13 games, subbed in for two, and on the bench for seven. So just two matches that he was not selected for. So even though he doesn't... Uh, get on the field much, we do consider him a likely candidate uh, for being selected to the squad. Uh, his only start was actually as a right-back um, uh, there, so a little uh, difficult to work his way into the central defence, but uh, he has been on the bench. So there we have it. Uh, uh, we've covered then all the candidates for the 2022 World Cup, but we have a couple of new ones to add. And the first one is at the uh, at the likely level, so we'll do a spotlight on him. It is Musa Diakate. Uh, sorry, what am I talking about? Uh, Musa Niakate. 
Musa Niakate. So let's spotlight him right now. Uh, he's been with the team since uh, 2023, as we will see. And he has uh, seven caps and is 27 years old. He plays for Nottingham Forest in England and was with Mainz in Germany and Metz in France uh, prior to that. He was actually uh, born in France there and played for the French uh, under-19 to under-21 teams. So he got his first appearance actually before the World Cup uh, on the bench in September 2022. Uh, but he was out with a hamstring injury and um, for six months. So he returned to the squad in March 2023 to start six of their remaining nine games subbed in for one, on the bench for one, and not selected for one. So not only appearing for the squad, but actually starting uh, six games for them. Musa, uh, Musa Niakate added to our list as a likely candidate. And we also have one to add at the possible level, and that's Abdullah Undai. And um, we won't detail him because we don't uh, see him as a possible starter. But uh, he did get his first appearance in September 2023. And uh, didn't start any of their remaining four games, but was on the bench for three of them. So we think he's a possibility uh, to call up. Um, we'll add a couple of names at the possible but unlikely level. And the uh, first one is uh, che uh, Cheku Ndaye and Usman Diouf. Uh, both of these players were carried forward from the African Nation Championship squad, so they're, uh, or they were at the time, African-based, and, um, uh, but uh, just brought up for the friendly in March and have not appeared since, so a very outside chance of them uh, making the squad. Okay, so let's uh, summarize first by going through the candidates. So we now have a uh, uh, Koulibaly as a definite candidate. Four likely candidates in uh, Diallo, Sek, Mendy, and Niakate. And a uh, possible candidate in uh, Abdullah Ndaye. And uh, yeah, we won't uh, uh, mention the other ones. Um, let's talk about um, how things have looked in central defense. So it was uh, Koulibaly uh, starting all four games in the Cup. Uh, alongside Cisse in the first game and Diallo in the next uh, three games uh, there. And basically since then it's been a, a, a mix uh, of the players. Uh, Koulibaly has uh, been steady, so it's usually Koulibaly and someone else uh, alongside him. Um, various players actually, uh, Abdelaziz Sek uh, got a couple of starts, uh, Diallo coming back into it. Uh, but towards the end, it was uh, Nia Kite. So if I have to choose among our four likely candidates, I almost think that uh, newcomer Musa Nia Kite uh, is going to get the nod. Uh, nevertheless, we will highlight Kaladu Koulibaly as a starter. And uh, I'm not bold enough to uh, predict uh, who's going to be alongside of him. Um, Okay, and I'm just going to uh, take a moment to fix up the graphics here because I put the uh, um, central defenders in the wrong place. And there we go. We got it. Uh, okay, so we move on to the left backs and we begin with the uh, predictions we had for the uh, 2022 World Cup. So uh, we had... 
Sally Usise as a definite candidate uh, back then, and we had uh, Fode Balotore as a possible candidate. And um, yes, I, I, I will introduce the newcomer. So when the squads came out, uh, we found Ismail Jacobs uh, on the list uh, added as a new candidate, uh, someone who hadn't come onto our radar uh, enough to mention in part one of the podcast there. So those are the three candidates. Let's see what became of the of them. Uh, to our surprise, uh, uh, Sally Usise was not selected uh, for the final squad. And uh, since uh, he has not appeared for the team, uh, no, he has appeared for the team. Uh, no, it's the World Cup. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm getting mixed up between the 2021 African Cup and the uh, 2022 World Cup. He last appeared for the national team in June of uh, 2022. So I'm not actually sure. Maybe it was a mistake for us to predict him as a definite candidate. Anyway, he is uh, off the list here. Uh, in terms of the 2023 Cup. Uh, next, look, uh, let's look at our possible candidate back then, Fodo Balotore. He was selected for the uh, squad. Uh, he didn't play much. He appeared only briefly in Game 4, uh, where he was uh, subbed in at the 84th minute. And he didn't even appear on the bench in, in Game 2 there. Uh, since then, uh, the World Cup, uh, Balotore has started none of their 13 games, but he was subbed in for one and on the bench for six. And that includes the last three matches uh, there. So uh, Balotore uh, remains a possible candidate uh, for this cup. And uh, next we have uh, Jacob Edwards, uh, sorry, uh, Ismail Jacobs. And... Um, uh, we now turn his name to uh, Black because he was selected for the squad. Uh, he was subbed into game one, 62 minutes in, and then gained a starting position for the following three games. So has really inserted himself uh, quickly into the squad. And I do believe we did uh, the biography for him uh, in part two of the um 2022 World Cup media cast uh, because um, when, when we saw that he was added to the squad. So since the World Cup, the German-born Jacobs has started eight of their 13 games, subbed in for two. Uh, he was injured for two and not selected for two. That adds up to 14, so uh, there's a small mistake in there somewhere, but you get the, the general idea. He started more than half of the games and has been around. So uh, we now move Jacob for this tournament uh, up from a, a new candidate to a likely candidate, and in fact, um, uh, he seems uh, probably the best candidate for a starter, but we'll get to that uh, soon. Let's now look at uh, a couple of new players that have come into the picture uh, recently. So uh, we have Abdallah Ndour. Abdallah Ndour we put as a possible candidate, so below Fodo Balotore there. And uh, um, Abdallah Ndour actually um, appeared for the national team way back in 2016. And uh, he appeared also twice in uh, 2021. Uh, those were all bench appearances. Uh, now he's returned after a two-year absence in March to start one of their remaining nine games. 
uh, and he was um, on the bench for four, injured actually for the last two, so a bit of an injury doubt and not selected for one. So uh, he looks like a reasonably decent candidate for making the squad, but the injury uh, uh, may uh, play into it there. Uh, we have uh, Abdallah Endur as a possible candidate here. And uh, finally, we have Czech Sidibe as a possible but unlikely candidate. And he is one of the African Nations uh, Championship uh, players. He's based in Tanzania in Africa. Uh, so he's eligible for the for that uh, tournament. Uh, but he was selected three times for the senior team after that appearance. However, he has not appeared uh, for the last four matches. So we consider him unlikely. Okay, let's then take a uh, summary and a look at the position. So we have likely candidate Jacobs, possible candidates Balo Toure and Endure. And uh, we'll leave it at that. Um, it was actually the central defender, uh, Bialo, I mentioned, playing as the left-back in Game 1 of the World Cup, and then Jacobs came in uh, and played the last three games in the Cup. Uh, however, he didn't really retain the position. It was kind of a, a different player every game for a little while after the World Cup, uh, including Endor here. Um, but otherwise, it was mostly out of position uh, players, uh, Fodo Balotore didn't get a start. Um, however, towards the end of the pe uh, period, uh, they did come back to Ismail Jacobs, and all in all, he started eight of their uh, 13 games there. So we do consider uh, Ismail Jacobs the likely candidate, uh, sorry, with the uh, starter for this position, and so we'll highlight him in green uh, there on the graphic. Okay, uh, that is the left-back situation, and we move on to right-backs and begin with the candidates that we had for the previous World Cup. So no definite candidates, but we had a likely candidate in Bunasar and in Yusuf Sabali. We also had uh, Ibrahima Mbaye as a possible candidate, and uh, we had... Uh, three players who seem to be off the squad, and I, I'm not going to mention them because none of them uh, kind of factor in uh, into the narrative here. So we go back and uh, look at uh, how things turned out for these uh, candidates, and we begin with uh, Bunasar. And uh, I actually question why we had him as a likely candidate. He has a bit of an odd history uh, with the team. He got his start in uh, October of 2021, and then he started all of their games up until March of 2022, and then uh, didn't appear for the national team since. So I'm not sure why we had him as a likely candidate uh, for the World Cup. Perhaps it was that he uh, plays with Bayern Munich, so a very good uh, club affiliation and resume uh, at the club level. Uh, and was a starter in the 2021 African Cup. But he still has not returned um, uh, since March of 2022. I have a note here he was out of contention due to a, a knee injury. So uh, perhaps that's why uh, uh, he hadn't played since uh, March and we thought he might come back. But uh, he never has, uh, hasn't appeared in this period either. So we have to consider Bunasar. Uh, uh, seemingly off the squad at this point, even though he's just uh, 31 years old and still playing club soccer. 
Okay, next we have uh, Yusuf Sabali, and uh, Yusuf Sabali um, did make the squad for the final squad and uh, for the World Cup, and he was the starter, starting and finishing all four games there. And he has since started eight of their 13 games uh, on the bench for one. However, he was uh, out with a muscle injury for the last three matches. So uh, Yusuf Sabali, an injury concern. Uh, but we're kind of leaving those things unless it's a really long-term injury, uh, which I don't have an indication that this is. Um, uh, we're going to leave that for part two when we get a bit closer to the cup and we can give uh, more reliable information uh, on injuries. But uh, definitely a concern uh, at this point. The possible candidate, Ibrahim uh, Mbaye, and uh, i got to say, looking back, I'm not sure why we had him as a possible candidate. He was a starter in the 2021 uh, African Cup, but actually hadn't appeared for the team since that African Cup up until the uh, 2022 World Cup. So uh, it doesn't seem sensible for us to have put him as a possible candidate. Uh, anyway, he has not uh, played for the team since the African Cup there in January 2022. So we remove him altogether uh, from the list here. And um, we add uh, players that are new uh, to the squad uh, since. So we have two at the possible level, and that is uh, Noah Fadiga. And uh, Noah Fadiga uh, got his first appearance on the bench in March 2023. Uh, didn't start any of their games. Um, but uh, was on the bench for four of the nine matches there. So uh, a possible candidate in Noah Fadiga. He is Belgian-born. Uh, also um, a possible candidate in Mamadou Sane. Uh, also no caps for the uh, African team, uh, sorry, for the Senegal team. Um, but he was a starter in the African Nations Championship and uh, got uh, an appearance with the senior team uh, with a start in September 2023 and a further appearance on the bench in October of 2023. So uh, a possible candidate uh, there. And um, I think that is uh, it. So let's go back and review uh, the right-back position. So um, it was Yusuf Sabali in the World Cup starting all four games and a couple of games afterwards. Uh, a bit of experimentation in the middle uh, of the period uh, in 2023 until they did came back, uh, come back to Sabali. However, we saw that he got injured at the end. And filling in uh, has mostly been right midfielder um, Crepindiata, who we will meet uh, shortly. Okay, so that's the situation for right-backs. Uh, before we move on to the midfield, though, uh, I'm going to redress something that I should have been doing, uh, which is I meant to mention significant club changes uh, for the players. So we're going to uh, just kind of go back uh, and talk about a couple of players. First of all, goalkeeper Edward Mendy uh, was with Chelsea in England, but has now moved to Al-Ali in Saudi Arabia. Um, and also teammate... Um, uh, Khalidou Koulibaly, uh, the central defender, uh, also moving from Ch uh, Chelsea to Saudi Arabia, and he is with Al-Hilal uh, in Saudi Arabia now. 
Um, uh, Abdu Diali, the other uh, definite uh, uh, central defender, actually likely central defender, Abdu Diallo, has moved from Paris Saint-Germain in France uh, to Al-Arabi in Qatar. So all of these are kind of steps down, uh, I must say. And um, let's see if we have any more. Yes, the uh, uh, left back, uh, Saliou Cisse, who is now off the squad. And it kind of reflects in his club situation too. He was with uh, Nancy in France up until 2022, but it's unattached uh, to a club. So that seems like it's been for uh, quite a while now. So no surprise that uh, uh, he's not really a candidate for uh, this cup. Um, and I believe that's it. So we can move on to the midfield. And we'll begin with uh, defensive midfielders and look back at the situation in 2022. Uh, we had Nampolese Mendy as a definite candidate and uh, Papa Gay as a likely candidate. Um, a possible candidate in Mamadou Loum Ndaye. And uh, we had a possible but unlikely candidate who I won't mention because he doesn't come back into the picture. But we also had a new candidate there uh, added to the roster at the end, uh, Pathé Cisse, uh, uh, a new candidate. So let's see how things developed for these players. Uh, Nampolese Mendy, uh, Nampolese Mendy um, was a starter in the cup for three of the games at least. He subbed into uh, one of the four games. And um, he since has started six of the 13 uh, games since the World Cup, subbed in for three and not selected for two, uh, but injured for the last two. So uh, he is out with a hamstring injury. Um, but one of the sources I use say that he is due back on January 8th. That would be cutting it close because the cup begins on January 12th. So he will be uh, an injury concern going into the cup and perhaps we can update it in part two uh, of the podcast. And Nampolese Mendy has also undergone a club change uh, after five or sorry, seven years with Leicester in England. He has now moved to Lens in France. Uh, Leicester being um, relegated from the uh, English Premier League there. So, uh, Nampolese Mendy, um, we would move him here from definite down to likely uh, with the asterisks of an injury concern for him. Um, Papa Gay was selected for the squad. He was just a sub, though, uh, subbed into games one and four there um, and has since started five of their 13 games. Um, not selected for two and suspended for the last five matches. Uh, he's under a four-month suspension, uh, which should end before the Cup. Uh, but there, again, will be a bit of an asterisk here, a concern of whether he will be fit, uh, whether he will have the fitness to play in the Cup. So uh, Papa Gay, we move down to um, from likely to a possible candidate here. And uh, we'll have to see, again, maybe we'll get a bit more information on it um, closer to the cup. Our possible candidate, Mamadou Loum Ndaye, um, 
is now off the squad. He has not appeared. He was selected for the World Cup. Uh, he was on the roster there, but saw no action in the Cup, just on the bench there, but has not been selected since the uh, World Cup. So we are removing him uh, from the list, or yes, we'll put him as seemingly off the squad uh, there. Uh, since he was selected in 2022, we think there's a slight chance of him coming back. And that is, uh, oh no, Pathé Cissé. Actually, I made a mistake introducing him as a defensive midfielder. He's actually coded as a central midfielder. So uh, we'll just move him there and uh, talk about him in the next section because we're not going to summarize uh, defensive midfielders uh, until we've looked at the central midfielders here. So let's move on to the central midfielders. And we have as a, uh, uh, oh, back in 2022, we had as a definite candidate Idrissa Gay. And we had uh, likely candidates uh, Czech Kuyate and Pape Matar Sar. We had a possible candidate in Mustafa Name. And possible but unlikely candidate, uh, Joseph Lopi. And uh, new candidate uh, here, we'll put Pathé Cease uh, there. So let's look and see how it turned out for these candidates. Uh, Idrissa Gay um, uh, was selected for the Cup, but we're going to actually move him uh, to the attacking midfield position here and uh, talk about him there. So... Um, uh, we'll leave him as a definite candidate here, but uh, um, uh, catch up with him later. Uh, Cheku Kiate um, was selected for the squad. He started game one, uh, but was subbed out 74 minutes in due to an injury, which actually ended his tournament. Uh, so that was the World Cup. He has since started three of their 13 games, uh, subbed in for three and on the bench for three. And uh, as we saw, injured for three cup games. Uh, just one game that he actually wasn't selected for. So we still have him as a likely candidate uh, for this cup. Um, next, we have uh, Pape Matar Sar, or Pape Sar. And uh, he has uh, he was selected for the cup also, but as a substitute. Uh, just subbed into two of the four games there. And... Um, uh, has since started six of their 13 games, subbed in for two and on the bench for two. So uh, three matches that he wasn't selected for. So we uh, keep uh, Pape Sar as a likely candidate for this cup. And next we had Mustafa Name at the possible level. And uh, he was selected for the squad actually uh, on the roster but saw no action on the field there. Uh, however, he has not returned um, since the 2022 World Cup, and so we have to move him from possible to uh, seemingly off the squad there. And uh, finally, Joseph uh, Lopi. Well, he was unlikely uh, to reach the uh, Cup, and he did not uh, make the squad for the 2022 World Cup, and in fact has not been uh, selected for the team since the 2021 African Cup. So we're going to remove him from the list altogether. Uh, we do have uh, a name to add uh, to the list here, and that is Lamine Kamara at the possible level. Uh, Lamine Kamara... 
um, uh, was with the African Nations Championship squad in January 2023, but he was uh, brought up to the senior squad in September of 2023 um, and uh, earned a cap with them there and was on the bench in October um, 2023 there. So uh, one substitute appearance, one start, and one bench appearance uh, up until November 2023. And he's also kind of moved up a little bit in his club. Uh, he was with uh, Generation Foot in Senegal and has since moved to Metz in France. He's only 19 years old, so uh, Lamine Camara, a possible candidate for this tournament and uh, perhaps a name for the future. Okay, so now that we've done central midfielders, we can summarize uh, both. We have a lot of names here, so we'll just go over them. For defensive midfielders, uh, likely candidate Nampolis Mendy, possible candidate Papa Gay, and uh, we'll leave it at that. And for central midfield, uh, Idrissa Gay, although we're moving him to the attacking midfield position. Um, Cheku Kiate and Pape Sar at the likely level and Lamine Kamara, a newcomer at the possible level. Those are the, really the candidates we're looking at. And uh, over the past year, uh, it was Nampolis Mendy and Pate Cisse as the main players in the cup. A variety of players after the cup. Idrissa Gay sometimes playing in central midfield, but usually further upfield. Uh, Papa Gay, Chekiate, and Papa Sar, uh, all seeing more than uh, one start there. Uh, and really, it hasn't resolved into a clear picture yet. So, uh, especially uh, with a couple of injury uh, concerns or fitness concerns, um, we really kind of have to see what it looks like in the cup. And we're not bold enough to predict uh, a starter um, uh, in the central midfield. But again, we'll come back to uh, Idrissa Gay uh, when we look at attacking midfielders. Okay, uh, um, next we look at left midfielders. We find that most teams don't have players coded uh, um, as left or right midfielders. Uh, we are going to look at one, but I'll talk about the position here. Um, left midfield along with um, right midfield does exist actually in Senegal's formations because they played a 4-3-3 uh, several times in the middle of the period here, in the middle of 2023. Uh, on the left, it was covered by defensive or central midfielders that we have just looked at. Uh, on the right, though, we do have a player coded as a right midfielder, and he does play in the position. Uh, but when the position doesn't exist, uh, he turns into a right winger or a right attacking midfield. And uh, we'll get to him in a moment. We'll just look at... Um, the situation back in uh, 2022 World Cup. We did not have any players coded as left midfielders back then. And we did have this player as a right midfielder uh, coded as injured. Crepin uh, uh, Diapa is the player. Hope I didn't hold you in suspense for too long there. Crepin uh, Diapa coded as a right midfielder. And um, uh, however, yes, he was an injury concern going into the Cup. However, he was selected uh, for the Cup and actually started three of the four games uh, there. 
Um, and since he has started seven of their 13 games, and he's subbed in for four and been on the bench for one. So just one uh, one match that he hasn't been selected for. And so um, we move him up to the definite level. We think he will definitely be selected. So that is Krepin Diata, uh, the right midfielder. Again, uh, either playing uh, in that position if it's a 4-3-3 or as a right or right winger or right attacking midfielder. Okay, and now we do move to the upper uh, part of the field and we look at the upper left quadrant, left winger slash left attacking midfielder uh, position. And here we had uh, in 2022, a definite candidate in Sadio Mane and a possible candidate in Keita Balde. And uh, that is it. We did have a player who was seemingly off the squad and proved to be. Uh, so obviously it doesn't seem, or it seems like we didn't know about uh, Sadio Mane's injury when we did part one of the cup. And of course, that was a tremendous loss to them. Uh, Sadio Mane is back though. Uh, so not selected for the cup due to an injury. Um, and in terms of his club uh, situation, he, of course, moved from Liverpool to Bayern Munich in 2022, but actually didn't do that well with Bayern Munich and has since moved to Al Nasser in Saudi Arabia. So I think that's the third or fourth player uh, we've seen move from a fairly big European club to uh, a club in Saudi Arabia. Uh, so Sadio Mane uh, returned from his injury absence in March 2023 and started eight of their remaining nine games and was not selected for uh, one other. So I'm sure he'll be anxious to play in this cup and uh, we have Sadio Mane as a definite candidate here. Uh, the next one, Keita Balde, uh, was not selected for the World Cup. We had him at the possible level and he has actually not appeared for the national team since June uh, 2022. So uh, Keita Balde um, will remove from the list. But we do have uh, a player to add to the list and that is newcomer Papa Usmane Sacco. However, he's only at the possible but unlikely level. So uh, he um, was selected for four matches in a row and then not selected for the last five games. So we'll maybe give more information on him if he's selected for the final squad. But it looks like we just have the one candidate over here, Sadio Mane, and we will be brave and uh, predict that he's going to be a starter. All right, over to the right wing. Uh, we begin with uh, Ismail Assar. Um, and he was a definite candidate uh, back for the 2022 World Cup. Uh, we had uh, then all the way down to two possible but unlikely candidates. And I will just name one of them, Abdallah Sima, uh, because we uh, will talk about him briefly. And uh, we also had a new candidate here in Nicholas Jackson. Uh, who we learned about in part two uh, when we did part two after the rosters came out. So uh, Ismail Assar um, was a starter in the 2022 World Cup, started all four games and has since started eight of their 13 games. 
since the Cup and was on the bench for one, injured for two and not selected for two. Uh, nevertheless, we, we think he is a definite candidate, and so we keep him at that level uh, for this Cup. And uh, the other one, uh, possible but unlikely, uh, Abdallah Sima, uh, was not selected for the Cup, but he has uh, appeared since, a single appearance in October 2023, um, but not selected for either uh, of the November games. So we keep him at the possible but unlikely level, Abdallah Sima. And uh, let's take a look at Nicholas Jackson. He was selected for the Cup, so we change his name from uh, gray to black now that he has tournament experience. And uh, we move him here up to a portable level. So uh, he has also had a significant club change uh, moving from Villarreal in Spain to Chelsea in England. Uh, however, um, after the Cup, uh, he did actually appear shortly before the World Cup in September 2022. Um, and I, I, well, for whatever reason, we didn't have him on the list uh, in part one of our media cast. But uh, since the World Cup, he has started two of their uh, two of their thirteen games there, uh, subbed in for four and on the bench for five. So uh, fairly regularly selected, but uh, not selected for a couple of matches there, and actually. Um, not performing that well with Chelsea in England. So uh, we have him at the possible level uh, of selection here. And uh, if he is selected, he probably won't be a starter. Uh, all right, well, we have no new names to add to the list here. And so we just uh, finished by summarizing the position. So um, actually, Krapin Diata, the uh, player we met as a right midfielder, um, was the uh, right winger in the cup. Ismail Asar, for his part, uh, basically uh, covered Sadio Mane's position uh, on the left. So um, attacking midfielder uh, Ilman Ndaye uh, also played in this position. We'll meet him soon. And uh, Ndaye continued actually as right winger after the cup with Saar and uh, even right back Sabali uh, also used in the uh, right winger or right attacking midfield position. So uh, the position does seem to be primarily uh, Ismail Assar, but uh, attacking midfielder Ilman and Daye uh, putting in a bit of a challenge for the position. Uh, so um, we are going to uh, leave that for the spotlight review because we'll probably move um, Ilman Ndaye over to this position. And uh, okay, and I think I didn't summarize the left-wing position, so, uh, but as we just learned, Ismail Asar um, uh, covered the left-wing position. Actually, he and Crepin Diallo did switch sides once uh, during the Cup, and uh, on the left wing, we saw that Sadio Mane has come back into the position since his recovery from injury and almost exclusively uh, has been the left winger. Okay, that is the uh, uh, midfield, and so we move on to the forwards, beginning with uh, attacking midfield. Uh, and the candidates back in 2022 were just one uh, possible candidate 
uh, Ilman and Daye, who we've just mentioned. Um, yes, uh, so Ilman and Daye uh, was possible. He was selected for the cup and uh, he was a substitute at first, but he gained a starting position for games three and four, uh, lining up as a right attacking midfielder uh, in one of the games and a central attacking midfielder in the other. Uh, since the World Cup, uh, he has started seven of their 13 games, subbed in for two and on the bench for one, and not selected for three matches. And he's had a bit of a uh, jump in his, uh, in his career, uh, club career, moving from Sheffield United, who he was with from 2019 to 2023, um, actually uh, loaned during that period to a fairly low club, Hyde United in England in 2020. Uh, but in 2023, he moved to Marseille in France, which I think we could argue uh, is a step up. Uh, his position seems a little unclear, though, because one of my main sources has him as a forward. And uh, as we've seen, he's played more as a right winger. So we're going to move him uh, to right wing here. Um, uh, and he remains, uh, or he's uh, gone up from being a possible candidate uh, to being a likely candidate. We're also going to change his name to Black because he's been through a tournament, but we're going to put him over as a likely candidate uh, for the right wing. Uh, in terms of attacking midfielders, I said we would be adding um, Idrissa Gay. Uh, as a, uh, well, a definite candidate, not necessarily as an attacking midfielder, because he does still play uh, in the central midfield. Uh, he too has undergone a, a club change. He's moved from Paris Saint-Germain in France to Everton in England in 2022. And he has since become a centurion uh, with 102 caps for Senegal. Um, so he was a starter in the uh, World Cup. Uh, at least in three of the games, he was suspended on yellows for game four. And uh, here we have him uh, also as an attacking midfielder in two of his starts and as a right midfielder uh, in one of them. So a pretty versatile player. Since the World Cup, he has started eight of their 13 games, subbed in for two and on the bench for two. Another suspension, or maybe that was the one uh, game four of the World Cup, his suspension, and just one match that he wasn't selected for. So we're not dead sure what his position is going to be. Uh, he does seem to be the central attacking midfielder when they play the 4-2-3-1 formation, uh, but also um, pops up in other areas too. So um, attacking midfielder uh, Idrissa, uh, Idrissa Gay. And I think we've covered it, uh, so I won't uh, read the summary. Uh, instead, we'll move on to uh, the forward line. Back in 2022, we had Famara Dichu as a definite candidate, and we had uh, two possible candidates, Habib Diallo and um, Bamba Dieng. And then uh, a couple of players who seem to be off the squad and i won't add them because i don't think they've come back to, into contention uh and we had one player who we coded as injured and that was uh boule da, uh, dia uh boule dia and so let's see what became of these players 
our definite candidate for Mayor Adidhu, um uh, was selected for the squad, but he wasn't uh, the starter. I think we thought he would be the starter, but he, he started game two um, and otherwise just subbed into uh, one game. However, Famaraditu has not appeared since the 2022 World Cup, so we have to move him all the way from definite down to uh, seemingly off the squad uh, going into this cup. Next, we have uh, Habib Diallo. Uh, we had him as a possible candidate. He um, was not selected for the Cup, uh, but he has been active since. He returned after a nine-month absence in March 2023 and started three of their remaining nine games, as well as subbing in for four and being on the bench for one, uh, so not selected for one match. So has really come in, uh, uh, come back quite strongly, Habib Diallo, and we move him up from uh, possible to uh, likely. And uh, just a note on his club, it actually seems a bit of a uh, step down here. Uh, from Strasbourg in France uh, in 2023, he also moved to Saudi Arabia. So we have uh, almost a community of uh, Middle Eastern Senegalese players forming, uh, and that was in 2023. Um, Nevertheless, uh, despite being not selected for the Cup, he was fielded in seven of the last nine games. So, again, uh, Habib Diallo, a likely candidate. Um, Bam, um, Bamba Diang we had as a possible candidate, and he remains a possible candidate. Um, he was selected for the Cup. He subbed into all four games there. Uh, however, since uh, the World Cup, he hasn't started any of their 13 games, but he was uh, subbed in for five, uh, though four of those were the World Cup matches, and uh, has been on the bench for uh, one match. Uh, he was injured for four and not selected for three, so he, he kind of barely makes the uh, possible uh, level here. But we don't quite think he's unlikely, uh, Bamba Dieng. And he also has had a club move, I'd say, a small step down from Marseille in France to Lorient in France. And uh, Bamba Dieng uh, remains a possible candidate. Um, yeah, his injury is also a bit of a concern there, so we might have to update that in part two. Uh, finally, we look at the candidate who we had listed as injured, and it was uh, Boule Daye, and he uh, was selected for the Cup. In fact, he was a starter uh, in all four games um, there, uh, and since the World Cup, he has started six of their 13 games, uh, subbed in for one, on the bench for one, and out with two separate injuries uh, for three of the last five games and not selected for two others. He's also taken a step down uh, in his club uh, status. He was with uh, Villarreal in Spain, uh, Boule Daye, uh, but has uh, moved to Sal uh, Salernitana, or, or sorry, uh, Salernitana, Salernitana in Italy uh, in 2023. So, um, Injuries playing a role there, uh, maybe a step down in club affiliation. Uh, we now have uh, Boule Dia as a possible candidate, uh, despite being a starter in the previous uh, in the previous cup.
oops, hang on, I'm getting a bit lost in my graphics here. Um, so let's summarize the forward position first by uh, uh, going through our new list. So now we have no definite candidate, a likely candidate in Habib Diallo, two possible candidates in Bamba Dieng and Boule Dia, and uh, that is all we have. Um, uh, and we have no new candidates to add to the list. So let's summarize the position. Again, it was Boule Dia in the cup. And uh, in one game, they had a two-man forward line, and it was Deed who, uh, who started uh, alongside Dia. And uh, Dia continued for two games after the cup, but then a lot of experimentation began. So uh, several players were tried out in the center forward position, some of them uh, out of position players. Um, however, it was uh, Habib Diallo uh, who started more than anyone else, although that was only three times. Uh, attacking midfielder Ilman Ndaye was tried in the last game, uh, but all in all, it still seems quite unsettled uh, as to who the starter will be. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of our look at the candidates. And for a bit of fun, we'll end with our uh, spotlight review and uh, try to predict who we think is going to be starting. And uh, we begin with manager Aliou Cisse. Uh, we do think he will be retained through the cup. Uh, so we're going to call him a definite candidate. Uh, goalkeeper Edward Mendy. Uh, we were a bit... Um, uh, gun shy there with uh, him missing five games but we do think uh, there's a strong chance that he will be the starter since he came back in at the end and um, central defense uh, of course there should be two maybe even three uh, defenders but Kaladu Koulibaly uh, we think will be one of the starters and we have basically uh, four likely candidates alongside of him uh, but we're not willing to kind of put our our bet on uh, which one it will be. Uh, moving over to left backs, we think uh, Ismail Jacobs has um, secured the spot for himself. There's really uh, no other viable candidates there. Uh, on the other side, uh, Yusuf Sabali, however, uh, he's a fitness concern. So uh, if he is out, um, there's uh, not a lot of candidates. We actually think it'll uh, either be someone uh, coming in out of position or perhaps uh, Bunasar uh, if he's invited back into the squad or comes back into the squad uh, would be a good uh, a good person to have. So uh, Yusuf Sabali uh, with an asterisk. In the central midfield, we feel uh, a lot of confusion among the many candidates there. We don't see any of them starting enough uh, for us to nominate as a uh, as a starter. Um, if I had to say, I'd probably say Path, uh, Path ACs would be the most likely candidate, but we're not willing to commit that to paper, so uh, we're going to leave that one blank. Uh, left midfield, actually, there are no candidates, but on the right midfield, we have Krepin Diala, so uh, almost uh, like a bit of a versatile midfielder because they don't always have that position. So um, we do see him maybe popping up uh, on the right wing, although we'll see that's a fairly busy position. Uh, on the left wing, though, no doubt about it, Sadio Mane, um, we think will be the starter there. On the right wing, we do favor Ismail Asar, but we do have a couple of other candidates um, 
uh, kind of vying for the position. Uh, one is Ilman Ndaye and the other is Krap Indiata. So he has a bit of uh, competition uh, over there. So we have put Ismail Asar and Ilman uh, Ndaye um, kind of in blue, thinking that it could be one of the two or a rotation between the two, which is perhaps even a bit more possible. Uh, central attacking midfield, we moved actually central midfielder Idrissa Gay up. They don't always have this position. Uh, we think he'll be on the field, and if they do have that position, it'll be Idrissa Gay. Uh, in the forward position, uh, we maybe should have said that we think the right winger or the player coded as a right winger, Nicholas Jackson, uh, we should have moved to uh, among the forwards. However, we don't think he's going to be a starter. Uh, and the only other possible candidate is Habib Diallo. Uh, but we're not confident enough to say either of those or any of the other forwards we looked at uh, will be. So uh, we wouldn't be surprised if it was something like Sadio Mane uh, playing uh, out of position as the forward and then one of those candidates we mentioned as right-wingers uh, kind of moving over to his position, uh, uh, something like that. Okay, that is it. That's the spotlight review and um, we're not betting big money on our guesses there, but um, I think we'll get a few of them right. Okay, let's finish with a preview of part two. So in part two, we're gonna go through the list that we created here and uh, and say which ones made it and which ones didn't, and especially focusing on any surprises uh, of players who we thought were gonna make it but didn't, or who we didn't have on our list today, but are added uh, there. So there's always a few surprises. Uh, we'll also give an update on injuries, and there are a few uh, to talk about here. Um, Yusuf Sabali and uh, a couple of others. So uh, when we get closer to the cup, we should be able to, to give a bit, a bit more of a clear idea. Okay, that brings us to the end of part one. We hope you uh, tune in for part two, probably in early January. We originally planned to tag on our past, present and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. We would like to thank Pixabay and Alexei Ivanov of Mappa Music for the wonderful background music accompanying this media cast.